sack Is that all you get for your money? And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, if that's what you're all about Good luck moving up Cause I'm moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team, sitting here with Becky Ivins. Good morning, everybody. Are, is everybody enjoying the cedar right now? <laughs> cedar pollen is Cedar high. really bothers you, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. And my kids are also allergic yeah. to cedar. I love cedar. Well, I love it too, but... I love the smell I, of it. I love the... If I open a closet that's a cedar closet in a house... You might as well just call that appointment over because I'll cough the whole time. <laughs> I remember the first time I was in a house with you, we opened up and there was a cedar closet. And it was like Superman had just found kryptonite. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were backing off immediately. So if you get ticked at me, just put cedar chips in your uh, in your pocket and I'll go away. <laughs> Duly noted. So our guest this morning... <laughs> Hey, we're, we have an important show this morning. It's a good one. And it is, uh, what about closing costs? I mean, what do we need to know about closing costs? So we brought in our experts. This is a big one that actually surprises a lot of people because they they calculate how much their monthly cost is going to be. They think about it. And then this thought of when you get to closing, there's going to be cost involved. Well, and I will tell you, back in the day, not my day, but before my day, um, it was a handshake, hand over the cash, I'll sign a deed. Not that way anymore. So there were closing costs even back then because if you wanted to file your deed of public record to secure your ownership position in that property you needed to file your deed and that cost money when you file your deed you had to pay documentary stamps or tax tax stamps it's a state tax that's collected by the county by each mm-hmm. county and is put it was actually like lick and put on the the deed stamps back then now it's like you know uh what do you call them just a little stamp that you, everybody uses with ink pad uh and those are the stamps so, yep. but they're still the same thing. It costs still the money. same cost. So even if it's cash, even if you don't get title insurance, which I would assume would be a mistake, if you don't buy title insurance, uh, then uh, there's still cost involved. So we're going to be talking about all the different costs involved and who is it that is charging you all these fees during a closing cost. If you want to join the conversation today, the number is 405 840 Four zero five eight four zero one thousand. Do we have their bumper music ready, Mike Gannon? Oh, uh, ho, ho. let's let's intro them with their fantastic. It always gets you revved up. Yes, it does. To hear this. Yes, from the uh, the infamous Dean Riddell. In MLS number one nine six eight nine five. And the equally infamous Matt McLean. <laughs> In MLS number one one nine seven seven four zero. There you go. From SWBC Mortgage, they are our experts in the mortgage business, and they know all about closing costs. And they have to tell you what your estimated closing costs are going to be when you apply for a loan. So let's go over it. 
Good morning, guys. How Good are you? Good morning. Good morning. We're in rare form today, aren't we? You are. <clears throat> I can barely talk. The cedar's getting to me. I got an opening question for you, Dean. So you when someone client comes in and you do give them an estimate, you give them an estimate on what their monthly cost would be, and you give an estimate on the closing costs. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And as realtors, we do the same thing. So when someone's about to make an offer, we always give them an estimated cost sheet. Have you found that is there a difference in way the realtor uh, kind of calculates the estimated cost in the mortgage? You know, on the cost side, I wouldn't say there's a big difference. Um, you know, we'll get into this this morning, but the prepaids, which are your taxes and your insurance and prepaid interest, that's where the deviation really kicks in. But the body of the cost, title insurance and recording fees and between you and me, I wouldn't say is a big number. Yeah. But there are different types of closing costs. The first thing we need to do is define closing cost. Mm -hmm. And most folks think about that as the difference that you have to come up with cash, the difference between the down payment and the total amount of cash you have to come up with a closing. Right. And that really is made up of several different things. One is mortgage cost, so we're going to cover that. The, the What the mortgage company charges, mortgage company charges an origination fee. The origination fee is basically for doing the mortgage. That's like everyone's got to make a living, right? So that pays for doing the mortgage. And then there are other fees that the mortgage company charges. And so let's just go into that. Like we know they charge for an appraisal. But it's not the mortgage company. It's a third-party charge, right? Right. right. But, but it's a cost, and so that, that's what – it's a third-party pass-through cost. So what we are charged, <clears throat> excuse me, by the appraiser is that cost. And so what we do in, at our office is, is basically take the high end. We have you know, four appraisers on our panel that have a their, – their fee can change between appraiser to appraiser. But we'll take that higher cost because, as you know mm-hmm. – we don't know who that, that appraiser is going to be assigned to based on the regulatory changes of 10 years ago. It's on a rotation basis, whoever's next. So an appraisal is a cost that, that can create some deviation between your fee sheet and ours. Uh, that origination fee is, and Becky, roll the clock back in the old days, an origination fee was the charge purely – uh, as a component of revenue. It was 1% of the 1%. mortgage amount. Now so it changes. It's it, changed because the lenders get real competitive over this, and some of them don't charge 1%. They charge less. And or when the, when the housing collapse happened, the regulators got involved and said, we need to stay away from one lender would have five or six miscellaneous fees. Right. <laughs> Processing fee, doc prep fee, admin fee. Underwriting fee. Underwriting fee, review appraisal fee. Uh, I mean, there was there was a list. And so by definition, when the, when the housing collapse happened, the regulator said, we need to bring some consistency to this. Lenders, you need to define your bundled origination fee. And ours is $1,145. One file, every file, whether it's a $40,000 loan, a $640,000 loan. Okay. And then by definition, that is to encompass 
your doc prep admin processing underwriting miscellaneous fees. Okay, because the fees actually that go to the mortgage company. Correct. Okay. When the regulators got involved, they wanted to make it more user-friendly for the consumer because these six lenders had six fees. These 10 lenders had 14 fees with deviation between all of them. So the regulators were trying to bring everyone together to where consumers could shop one bundle of origination fee to another. Okay. And there's still deviation within that mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I understand that. I, and it, well, the reality is it's more confusing now than it was before because we have a closing disclosure and we have a settlement statement. And the bottom line's the same, but the breakdown is different. Right. But one of the main things that I think the consumer does not understand is third-party fees. So I think we need to talk about third-party fees and what those are about and then the impounds or the prepaids. And that's what we'll talk about when we come back. We come back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're here with Dean Riddell and Matt McLean from SWBC Mortgage, and we are talking closing costs. And you can join the conversation by calling in at 405-840-1000. And what we really want to know is uh, we what's closing cost? And in my world, closing costs are the mortgage company's fees, the third-party fees required to get the mortgage, uh, and the government fees that they charge and the title fees, okay? Now, there's a third one, and that's impounds, escrows, escrow deposit, prepaid items, impounds. Can we talk about that for a minute? We can. Okay. When you go to a loan officer and you say you go to two different mortgage companies and it's real – easy for them to quote a thousand dollars difference in the escrow deposits first of all what's an escrow deposit matt escrow deposit is a deposit made initially for payment of hazard insurance and taxes occasionally you'll have what's called mortgage insurance that's also part of that escrow deposit Okay, so those are it's your basic little savings account within the mortgage company. Correct. It's a forced savings. You have to deposit so much up front. Like when you buy a house, you have to buy a year's worth of insurance up front. That is correct. And then you put in two or three months worth of one twelfth of the premium, so that by the time you renew that insurance. You've got a little savings there to where it's paid out by the mortgage company, right? right? That one-twelfth is included in their monthly payment. It is put into their escrow account. So the following year when the insurance is due, then the mortgage company will make that payment on their behalf. Okay. Uh, And then how about what else goes into the escrow account? Uh, Your taxes. So your property taxes is also escrowed. And that's extremely confusing. It can be, yes. Because it's you don't pay taxes in advance, 
you pay them in arrears. Insurance you pay in advance. Correct. Taxes you pay in arrears. So you have to live there a year before, well, not depending on when you purchase. But when November comes, you get a tax bill from the county saying, hey, you need to pay these taxes. But if you have an escrow account, you're, you don't get that. Your mortgage company gets it, right? right? Right. Yeah, both do. So as the homeowner, you'll receive a bill. But, yes, it also goes to the mortgage company. And I think in all 77 counties, Dean, you correct me, but uh, taxes in Oklahoma are due in December, December yeah. 31st. And But you're allowed to make two payments. You're allowed to make half your payment on December 31st and the other half in March. Unless you're escrowed. Unless as, you're, a, oh. as a mortgage company, we pay the full tax amount on or before December 31st. Well, that's a good deal. That way you know your taxes are paid. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, those, those clients that aren't escrowed, they do have that option to pay on the 31st, and then I think it's March 31st. Right, to the, for the second half. There's right. no extra fee for that either, no, by the way. No, no penalty. County. You're correct. Okay. So uh, taxes and insurance, and we'll just make it simple. There's mortgage insurance also that can can correct. go in there. Right. Right. Okay. How much taxes do you have to put in your escrow account up front? Yeah, so it depends on when you close, right? So there's two pieces to taxes, right? Uh, depending on when you sell, let's just, for instance, we had a closing end of February, right? So we have January and February taxes that the seller will pay, right, on behalf of uh, the buyer. But the seller can't pay the tax direct because the county will not accept partial year's taxes. Yeah, they're essentially given a credit. Right. So the seller will credit two months of taxes, and then the buyer will put either two or three months, depending on the timing of closing of those taxes and when their first payment is due. So the seller credits the buyer, but then the buyer puts, if, say, you close at the end of April, the buyer is going to need to put four months' worth of taxes into the escrow account that came from the seller. Right. And then they're going to need to put two or three right. months to just, I mean, you don't want the taxes to become overdue. Then there's penalties. Right. So you'll have enough money to pay. Yeah. So it, it gets a little bit complicated, but um, federal law allows the mortgage lender to hold up to 14 months of either taxes or insurance. Two of those months are considered what we call a, a cushion and that's to mitigate any increase in those items from year to year. We're, we're trying to avoid creating a significant escrow shortage for the, for the borrower or for the client. So we can hold the 12 months plus two additional months considered a cushion. Okay. So those are called escrow deposits, prepaid items, Correct. or impounds. Some people call it an impound. So that's one piece of your upfront money, and that's a full year's insurance plus two or three months taxes, two or three months insurance in a savings that's called your escrow account. Correct. Okay. So what about the fees the mortgage company charges? Yeah, so Dean and I are, are, are looking at um, – we have two primary disclosures that summarize this information. The initial disclosure is called the loan estimate. 
and that that goes out to the client. And then when we get ready to to close, to go to the table and sign documents, we have a closing disclosure. So we have this in front of us, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to read from it. Um, the first itemization is loan costs, and these typically are lender fees, right? Um, and that can range from discount points to origination fee <coughs> to lender fees, like Dean mentioned, our 1145 lender fee, um, administration fee. We see them called different things, processing fee, underwriting fee, admin fee. Um, but those are all summarized under the loan costs, which are lender costs. Okay. So the lender has certain fees, and when you go call a lender and check on what their interest rate is, you also need to ask them what other lender fees do they charge. Yeah, it's it's absolutely critical information. And occasionally, Dean and I will sit down, and, and we'll go over two different loan estimates. We'll go over ours and perhaps a second one that they received from another mortgage lender, and we'll, we'll itemize in detail and walk them through it um, so that they clearly understand. Yeah, and and we, they're, they're different. We kind of do that, too. We ask uh, them to bring in that we know that you guys are among the very most affordable and reliable mortgage companies, and that's why you're our favorite, right? But if they go somewhere else, say they get an online estimate from an online lender, we want them to understand, well, and they're always in different orders and they're called different things on the paper. So it's difficult for a consumer to understand, well, what is – you were reading on the break about some of the things that a different lender had on their uh, on yeah. their estimate. <laughs> this actually happens to be one that um, that I did sit down and, and go over with a client. And, and this particular lender, I'm not going to mention them. But um, they had an appraisal review fee. They had a credit report fee, which is typical. Flood certification fee is typical. A tax service fee, that's not something that SWBC mortgage charges. Right. Um, we don't charge an appraisal review fee. A verification of employment fee, we don't charge for that. <laughs> that's what your that, that's what your origination fee or your bundle fee is. Pays for all of that. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. So uh, they're not supposed to do that, by the way. I mean, we, about 10 years ago, the federal government came down and goes, hey, give one fee that you charge for your origination. Don't give all these nonsense little categories that make it look like you're not charging as much. Correct. It, it feels like they have like a go get coffee while I read your application fee. Well, uh, yeah, and, and basically what they're doing is they're masking a lower interest rate and charging additional fees. I can't tell you how many buyers I have told who they go, well, I have this fantastic rate from blah 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 lender. Right. And majority of the time it's an online lender. Right. And I tell them, please print out whatever estimate they got gave you, go to SWBC, sit down with them, and just go apples to apples because there is so much that confuses consumers at this. And, and the, the key turn there is estimate. You know, yeah. I don't want to see a screen print from ABC online lender that says 4.99 interest rate. You know, that, that, that doesn't fly. We want to see the loan estimate so we can do that apples to apples comparison. Yeah, and then discount points. Those can be paid up front. And that's to discount your 
interest rate over the next 30 years or the life of your mortgage. And we're seeing discount points again. We are. Uh, so is that a closing cost? It is. Absolutely. Okay. In order to get a lower interest rate, you can pay discount fees. And frankly, you can have the seller pay those fees for you. You can. If the seller's willing to. You can. Yeah. It's still a pretty competitive market, <laughs> however. So, okay, so we've kind of covered the impound fees or the escrow fees. Mm-hmm. The cost, those really are not fees. They're costs. Right. Direct costs. Right. Uh, and... The mortgage company fees were pretty well covered, the mortgage companies. Uh, What we have coming up then would be our government fees, our title fees, and our inspection fees. Correct. So there's still a lot to that. There's lots of fees. I had a client one time tell me, Becky, we need to be in the fee business. Have you seen (laughs) the fees on this closing statement? When we first meet with uh, clients in the beginning, I tell them, I'm going to be dramatically upfront with money. I'm going to give you as much clarity as I can because there's lots of surprises to moving. I do not want money to be one of those surprises. Perfect way to put it, Mark. That's great. So we'll come back with our money men here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team, here with Becky Ivins and our money men, Dean Riddell and Matt McLean from SWBC. And it's time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day? How about truth? You can't handle the truth. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorites. (laughs) Okay, so truth, as in truth in lending, right? Uh, The Truth in Lending Act was 1968 uh, in the United States, and it's federal law designed to promote informed use of consumer credit by requiring disclosures about its terms and costs to the standards, kind of to standardize the cost so that it's easier to understand. So did I say that about right, about what truth in lending is? You did. And then you also need a truthful uh, loan officer who is not going to sweep things under the rug. Tell me what you tell people about money in a transaction, Mark. I mean, that I do not want people to be surprised when it comes to money. There's lots of surprises. There's there's things that you don't see coming when you make a move. That is just the reality of life. There is going to be things that surprise you, you know, that you didn't – but. Money, we should be pretty close to what their payouts are going to be when we estimate all deals. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things, Dean, that that I, when it comes to the lending side, is even though truth in lending was in 1968, there's still kind of these hidden layers that a lot of lenders have out there. 
shouldn't be. You know, and, that, and that's it that, shouldn't I, be. I understand, but it, that transparency has got to be. Uh, I mean, Matt and I in an advisory role, and I'm going to tell a story here in a minute, but it's full disclosure. People need to, People don't know what they don't know, and so as a an advisor in that capacity, you need to lay it out and say, you know, I may be overstating. And we talked about prepaid a while ago. Homeowner's insurance, hazard insurance, is the one piece that can flip the numbers upside down. It's not a cost. It's buyer-controlled. They get to pick who they want to use, yet it can flip their numbers upside down. But when we meet with clients, we're addressing that. We can say, and I do commonly say, you can call five insurance companies on the same house, same credit. That premium may be $1,200, $1,500 difference. And if you're taking the divide by twelve, hundred bucks a month, and you're collecting in fifteen months of it, yeah, it can flip that math upside down. Yeah, but you're educating. We are the consumer to what makes that math move. Well, and one thing you guys know is how to calculate taxes right. when a house sells and it's had a senior freeze on the previous owner, mm-hmm. and they're paying. Uh, $800 in taxes a year, and then all of a sudden that house sells for the first time in 30 years, and the taxes end up being $2,800 in taxes. Well, you guys are wise enough to look at that, figure out what the assessed value is. It's a simple math problem mm-hmm. and the millage rate and calculate what those taxes are going to be. So if there's a difference of more than a dollar in your taxes from one lender to the next, uh, you're, I mean, that's a solid number of taxes. And sometimes, Becky, I've had them where those are the hard conversations where buyer finds a house, loves a house, taxes are 800 for this $300,000 home. <laughs> You know and I know. Yes. And they're not going to be three. They're not going to be eight hundred dollars next no, year. But but let's say their debt ratio is close mm-hmm. today, based on that eight hundred or that eight hundred dollar number. We got to have that heart to heart with them to say reality is that eight hundred of seventy dollars a month is going to be two fifty a month. Right. Is this something that really is a good move for you? Yeah, and, and what's really sad, and I'm gonna—I'll say this—we shouldn't have to catch that because if the agent is doing their job, mm-hmm. they're saying to the consumer, "Those taxes aren't going to be eight hundred dollars when you buy this house." If you get a good seasoned agent that's done totally a lot agree. of business, they're going to know what they're totally doing. Agree. But if you get somebody that hasn't done all that much and kind of flies by the seat of their pants, uh, you're gonna be surprised at closing totally agree and buy about a 250 dollars more payment than what you expected and that doesn't help anybody no so yeah becky mentioned a term senior freeze you may not be familiar with that and if you want to learn more about that you can actually go back to a podcast that we did with larry stein every Saturday, we turn this radio show into a podcast that you can subscribe to at Apple uh, Podcast or at Spotify or iHeartMedia. And look up Larry Stein um, on our podcast, and we go over all the senior freeze and 
all the tax issues. Find our podcast because Larry Stein's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, find, I see him on Facebook and I'm going, how did you get from South Oklahoma City over to Bethany in three minutes? I mean, <laughs> he must have a helicopter. That's right. Uh, He's out there. An elected it. official he yeah. is. So he has to be everywhere, right? So, so, Dean, when you have someone uh, come in with, you know, ABC Online Lending and says, I have this special rate, what what do you do? And I'm going to interject here. If there is an ABC Online Lending, we're not talking about <laughs> you, okay? <laughs> we're using this as an example. <laughs> so, live example this week uh, happens all the time. Truly happens all the time because most consumers, we talked about closing costs. And so you have the core body of your closing costs, your lender costs, your title costs, not prepaids. Those are your core costs. Discount points are closing costs, but in my eyes are buyer understands it, buyer is wanting to do it. It's their option. There can be discount points to discount it in an interest rate. This example happens weekly with me. I've got a loan that we're closing in two weeks. Um, rate with me, we've asked, we've discussed, we've had great questions and conversations with him. His rate with me is like six and three quarters, okay? One point, half a point. So half a percent of the amount finance is his charge for that six and three quarter rate. And he calls me Tuesday, Wednesday night, and he says, I've gotten a quote from ABC, online lender, um, and their rate's 5.99. So let me clarify with the listener, too. In lending today, ever since the collapse, it's not let's make a deal mortgage. So I can't have a friend call me and go, Dean, we've been friends for 40 years. Give me a deal. You can't. It's Fair lending doesn't allow it. Right. Credit score comes into play, loan type comes into play, down payment comes into play. Those are the components to keep everything fair. So the gentleman that calls me, he says, I've got a 5.99. I can take his loan estimate as long as I can touch it and feel it and see it, and I can match that rate and cost to keep us compliant fair lending-wise. So he sends me a my, – my question to him at the 5.99 – are there any points? Dean, what's a point? Guys, that's a component to revenue. I mean, rate rate and points, talk, I always say talk to one another. If you want points to go away, that rate's going to be higher. If you want to pay points, it's going to go lower. They feed off one another. True story, and he sends me that loan estimate, and there's three and a quarter discount point charge on a $300,000 loan. Guys, do the math. So it was costing him $10,250, I think was the number, to get that 5.99 rate. Can we do it? Yeah, we can do it. But that's not what he – what he saw was a 5.99. He didn't see his cash to close impacted by about $8,000. So I dig deeper with him. How long do you plan on being in this house? I plan on being in this house about two years. Then we're moving. Well, to spend $10,000, he was going to have to be in that house north of nine years for that, to mon- for that money to make sense. 
Right, because I mean, it's a it's, it's an investment. A, it's a math problem. I mean, it, this is not a guess. No, this is okay. Let's figure this out. Uh, so, like, I've got military sons, two of them, and one of them is being uh, PCS. We call it permanent change of station, right? Uh, in June, and he said, "Man." Look at the look where I'm going and look at the prices. Should I buy or should I rent? And I looked at it and I said, you know something? House prices in that area and across the country are not low right now. They're I mean, they're probably market, but your chance of recovering your closing cost to purchase and to sell that property, it does not make sense for you to purchase right now. Your payments would be well above your housing allowance, and you can rent for your housing allowance. That's something about California, uh, New York, sometimes Florida. You can rent a property sometimes for, say, $3,500 a month that would sell for $1.2 million. So sometimes it makes sense to rent, right, right. you know. Uh, so the, it doesn't make sense for a military person to pay a lot of points to get it down unless they plan to leave that loan to be assumed by somebody else. And then they also, most of the time would leave their eligibility, uh, their VA eligibility. Right. right? So in the ABC lending world we live in, and I love technology, but where lenders don't do a good job is they put everyone in the same bucket. Well, everyone's right. life lifespan, life goals, desires, I'm going to be here two years compared to I'm going to be here the rest of my life is a, apples and oranges. And so we kind of get into the woods with them to find out what are your plans. ABC, as I always pick on Susie, Susie at ABC, she doesn't really care, Mark, what your buyer's doing, what his plans are. They don't ask the questions. Right. Just so long as they can get make the sale. Right. They're selling right. a mortgage. Okay. Well, we still got a few third-party fees to go over, inspections, and uh, government fees. And our smoking hot deal when we come back here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. It is time for our smoking hot deal. Our smoking hot deal is brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn, and on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and in Yukon on Route 66. Okay, 505 East Main in Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your ability to remember addresses just always what, and astounds me. The weird thing is, is that we always list things in three. Like we may list something on Martin Street, and then we have an, a buyer also by the name of Martin, and then we have uh, a Martin Road in another place. I mean, it's just ridiculous <laughs> how we tend to deal with the same name we do now we have a fantastic smoking hot deal we do 
this is under $200,000, and it is a three-bed, one-and-a-half bath with a nice big three-car garage right at 1,300 square feet. And it's got really nice landscaping. It is 0.4 acres. So it's about a half an acre yeah. of ground. Looks like when they built it, they built two lots and built it on two lots. Because if you look around, it is exactly a double lot in that area. Well, which meant probably four lots. Because back when this was built, they lots were like 25 feet wide. So I don't remember when this was built. Yeah, you don't Becky. remember when this. I, yeah. <laughs> this, this was built in 1957. And the address is... 2609 Northwest 45th Street in the Jewel Heights edition. That's a very popular edition. Great location. It is. Uh, I mean, 2600 would be about the third block east of May Avenue. Mm-hmm. So kind of. Just south of 50th. and. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Great. If you want to go see this for yourself, you can see it online by going to BeckyIvans.com. Click on search listings. You can take a virtual tour. Give us a call. We'd love to show it to you in person or show up on Sunday. It's open house, 2 to 4. I think Chris is open. I think Chris is uh, hosting. Chris is doing this one. Well, I will tell you that most people would call this Mayfair edition. So in Mayfair area, which is uh, a specific area of town that people call the neighborhood, there's often more than one edition in the legal description there. So uh jewel heights is in the mayfair area if you know where eunice Corey's office is pretty much right behind it so there you go that's that's, gr- a, that's over in monroe elementary the monroe redbird neighborhood well is, I mean, that, the, is that the area oh you... absolutely mark it yeah. is the old it, stomping ground that's where yes Fun. monroe elementary monroe. you're absolutely yeah. right <laughs> Yeah, back when we were at the old place from Eunice, that's the neighborhood between 50 Penn and Eunice's office. Mm-hmm. That whole edition right there between the two. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there, That's our smoking hot deal. Uh, we're going to continue on to cover three more items on the cost to get into a house. And most people just lump it all together, call closing cost. Okay. So we've done the actual lender cost involved. And we've talked about third-party costs, and one of the third-party costs is if you choose to have a survey, it's just whatever the surveyor charges. If you choose uh, to have it appraised, it's whatever the appraiser charges, but the appraisal is part of the lender closing cost. It's just done by a third party, right? Right. How about government fees? Well, you get in, go ahead, you get into your title costs and your government fees are all part of the transaction. Right. So the government fees are documentary stamps, mm-hmm. which is a dollar and a half for every thousand dollars of sales price. And that is calculated and paid to the county. It's a state tax, state of Oklahoma tax collected by the county. And that's a government fee paid by the seller. Then you've got to record your deed and record your mortgage. And those are buyer cost. <clears throat> And to record the deed now is what eighteen bucks or something like that. Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you have to release your mortgage. Now I'll tell you something. That is your current mortgage company's responsibility to pay the release of mortgage. However, the title company collects it from you at closing because your mortgage company typically does not send the money to pay that fee. But 
to to release a mortgage, it's another about eighteen bucks. Right. Uh, that's for the first page, and if you have more than one page, there's an extra two or three dollars a page on that. So the government fees are basically filing fees, documentary stamps, and mortgage tax. You get taxed on buying a mortgage, right? What are those fees, Matt? Well, I, that's a good question, Dean. Do you Mor- have an answer? <laughs> mortgage tax is different for different lengths of loans. Yeah. For a 15- or 30-year loan, it's usually a dollar for every $1,000 you borrow. But it's also – they charge a certification fee of $5. So if you're borrowing $200,000 on a 15- or 30-year mortgage, it is going to be uh, 200 at $205 on that. So those are government fees. And then there's inspection fees. And the inspection fees, you don't have to inspect a property, but we have you sign a document saying how important it is to do inspections on a property. Uh, And inspections, different companies charge different amounts. And that's not included in your lending estimate because it's not required. The buyer chooses to do inspections. But typically, inspections on a house are going to run between $350 for a smaller house. And they can, we've had inspection fees of like $1,200. Yeah, I haven't seen an inspection fee under $500 in, in, in that's the lowest I've seen one is about Lately. 500 Yeah. And then uh, I have a question for you guys on on inspection because you're not required to do an inspection except for a termite inspection. Right. It's typically required. I've had some lenders who have stopped doing that. You guys still require termite? On your government loans. Okay. And that may be. So government loans still require. That may be the difference of why some are are doing them and some aren't. Yeah. So you're talking about FHA and VA loans, right? Right. But. Uh, not conventional correct. loans, that which are correct. backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, right? right. Yeah. We talked about that last week a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, and home inspections that Becky's talking about is that is a piece that a lot of times flips our numbers upside down because when we provide that loan estimate, we're not disclosing a home inspection, but we are communicating you need to get a home inspection. Right, and then you're – termite inspection or your wood destroying insects Mm -hmm. inspection and then sometimes you've got a well and septic tank inspection that is typically required by a lender that you get those inspected because your house is not habitable without those Right. right and then our very last thing to talk about is title charges our title charges are regulated the abstracting is And in Oklahoma County, it's usually about $550. Well, it is exactly $550. In other counties, it typically is $575. Now, the title services fees at different companies are going to be far different from one company to the next. Our favorite happens to be Chicago Title. Matt McLean, Dean Riddell from SWBC Mortgage. If you want to get in contact with them, their number is 405-858-7770 or go to BeckyIvans.com. Click on Becky's Favorites. They're right there at the top. As always, Dean and Matt, thanks for being with us. Such great information. We'll see you next week right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move.